Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at Wes, W-E-S, at MickeyWorldTravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 119 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and as as you all know, we, we don't live in Florida, but this week it has sure felt like it. We, we are in the middle of a serious heat wave, uh, which really isn't fair, because if it's going to be hot like this, I'd rather just be in Florida. It's... It's not cool that it's this hot and I'm not in Florida, but I will take the summer heat and humidity over the winter snow and bitter cold any day. So those are just observations uh, that I'm making, not complaints, just uh, just making sure I disclaim that. Um, anyway, we're talking about the wish again in this week's episode because there's a lot of excitement, a lot of intrigue, a lot of questions about the new ship, and I'm I'm really uh, excited for you to hear my conversation with this week's guest. Uh, but before I get to that, there are two recent developments related to Disney Cruise Line that I wanted to share with you. The first one is the obvious one. Disney Cruise Line released its fall 2023 itineraries on Thursday, July 21st, and bookings begin on Monday, July 25th. Uh, and if you're listening to this episode, that means today, uh, when this episode drops, is uh, is is the day that uh, uh, Platinum Castaway Club members can start booking. Um, the bookings will follow the traditional staggered booking window. So, like I said, Platinum Castaway Club members can book first on Monday, um, followed by Gold Castaway Club members on Tuesday. Silver Castaway Club members and DVC members can book on Wednesday, and then general booking will follow on Thursday. So, as always, please reach out if you'd like to book a cruise with me. Uh, the second development that I wanted to quickly mention is the announcement from the CDC that came out last week. Uh, the CDC has formally ended its cruise ship, uh, its pro, excuse me, its program for cruise ships, um, effective July eighteenth. I'm not going to speculate on what this means for Disney Cruise Line. I've been asked quite a bit, but it uh, it will definitely be something to keep an eye on in the coming days, weeks, and months. Uh, Virgin Voyages has already announced that it will remove its requirements for pre-embarkation COVID testing in response to the CDC announcement. So it's certainly possible we could see some changes uh, to certain protocols with Disney Cruise Line coming soon. So uh, just stay tuned for that. I will be sure to update as I uh, become aware of those. Um, but that's it for uh, Disney Cruise news. Uh, so let's get into this week's show. 
One of the best ways that I think to get excited about um, preparing for an upcoming Disney trip, whether that be a trip to the parks or on a cruise, is to follow other people's experiences and seek out their advice. Personally, I enjoy listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, and following certain accounts on social media. One of my most favorite Instagram accounts to follow is Living by Disney. For one, because I I wish I could spend as much time in the parks as as she does, but I also uh, very much enjoy her enthusiasm for all things Disney and her honest assessments of her experiences. She is also an expert park goer and has written guidebooks to help readers maximize their days at the parks. She also has a super helpful website with lots of great information. Serena, who is the creator of Living by Disney, recently sailed on the Disney Wish christening cruise, and I am so excited that she agreed to come on to the show to talk about her experience. So with that introduction, I would like to welcome Serena onto the show. Hi, Serena. Thank you so much for coming on. Hi there. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Of course. I am so excited to be talking to you. I love your Instagram account. Um... I love following along. It's just so it's it's really a, a a pleasure to be able to talk to you today, and I appreciate you coming on. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate that. Of course. So uh, I mentioned uh, in the introduction your um, you know your website and your um, your uh, your social media presence. Can you just kind of tell me a little bit about your website? Like how I'm always interested to hear like things like how you, how you got started like did you envision it sort of being what it is now and and can you just sort of talk about it a little bit sure i i did not envision <laughs> <laughs> i didn't really set out to do this per se but i do feel like most of us that end up making our passions into our jobs don't necessarily take a direct path to it it tends to be more meandering as we sort of navigate it and figure it out as we go. Um, when my, when I moved to Orlando from Virginia, I started a blog just documenting the move experience. And I just thought that would be interesting. Like Disney fan moves next door to Disney world. Yeah. What does that look like? You know? <laughs> and I also just wanted to share some of the information that I hadn't been able to find as for relocating to Orlando. Um, and so that was pretty much how it got started totally just a side project. Um, I was doing social media marketing for work and I just thought, oh, this will be fun and different. Started an Instagram account and a Facebook page for it. And it was just going to be a fun side little thing. Eventually that morphed into me sharing a lot of tips and information because I was in the parks a lot and it would just, it just became very organic for me to just be like, people would ask me something and I'd be like, Oh, you need to know about this. Let yeah. me tell you about this. And then before I knew it, I started sharing those tips on my website. Cause I was like, you know what? I really need, this really needs more in depth. Let me go in there and like really write about this. And that's just sort of how it grew. And now the primary focus of my business is strategies and tips to help people become a Disney world pro and just basically know whatever it is that they need to know in order to have an amazing trip yeah. when they visit. Because I was noticing that people would leave disappointed and that just wasn't okay with me. Like you don't get, you don't come to Disney world and look forward to it and pay all that money and bring your family yeah. and then leave 
disappointed. That's, that's not acceptable to me. And a lot of times <laughs> the difference between a great trip and a, and a disappointing one is just the things that you didn't know. Yeah. So that's kind of what, what I do. And that's great. Started. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and, um, the, so, you know, the social media presence is like, I, Figuring out Instagram to me is like, you, I feel like you always have to have like a college degree in doing it because I am so bad at it. But you, it, like, does that, does that just come naturally to you? Like you know, those types of things, or is it just, you know, doing it for so long and, uh, and, you know, just having that experience? Well, it's the weirdest thing because you do get better at it as you do it. However, social media changes all the time. <laughs> yeah. So you can master one type of it or feel like you mastered certain things and then it'll completely change. So in that sense, I don't know that you ever are an expert. At least I don't feel like I'm an expert. You just sort of figure it out as you go and try to make it make sense for whatever it is that you want to share to people. Um, So that's that's pretty much what I did. I did social media marketing before. So I had some experience with the marketing side of it, but I also was used to just marketing like products for clients. I wasn't used to like being the product. You (laughs) know what I mean? It was like a totally different (laughs) putting me in it was very weird and unnatural to me. And that, that took a lot of getting used to. Okay. Interesting. So you got invited on the christening cruise of the Disney wish. Uh, So that you must've been excited when, uh, when that invitation came. Oh my gosh. I was just like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Do, do you need to ask? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. I would so love to do that. Had you, I mean, I, I pretty sure I know the answer to this, but, um, had you been on a Disney cruise before? Yes. Okay. I had, but not a lot. Honestly, I think that was my third. Oh, okay. Cruise, Disney cruise. And your previous ones, were they just like to the Bahamas? Have you done a Caribbean one? I did. The last one that I did prior to that was in the spring of 2019, and that was on the fantasy for a week. Okay, nice. Awesome. Yeah, and we did, I think it was Eastern Caribbean, because it was like um, St. Thomas and that that one. Awesome. So you got to be like in person for the christening ceremony i watched it online and i what were your thoughts i thought it was really well done i thought it was you know perfect amount of time uh the performances were amazing i loved the backdrop with the you know with the wish in the behind the stage and all that stuff so what was it like being there in person and what were your impressions of the of the ceremony it was incredible being there in person just because it felt very historic. Mm. You, you know, I, I mean, it had been 10 years since right. Disney had had another new ship. And anybody who was on the Fantasy or the Dream or any of the others, it's like they would, if they were there on the first cruise, they would have, you know, it was the first thing, oh, I was there on the first cruise. I mean, it's like a big deal, yes, you know? Yes. So, yeah, to, to be present at something like that. And I had no idea what to expect. Mm. A lot of times people think when you go to media events, you're really well informed and that <laughs> you, you honestly, you just show up. I mean, on, you're just grateful to be there, you know, so yeah. it's like they just tell you when to show up and you show up yep. and you don't always know like what, what you're going to be seeing or what you're going to be experiencing. So I had no idea. And it was a lot bigger than I expected it to be. Of course, all the big wigs and all the, everybody, the who's who of anybody is there. So that's already cool. Right. But but just seeing the performers and of course the characters, I it, it's always fun to me that 
all of the Disney, the big wigs, all the people that are really high up in the Disney company get just as excited for Mickey and Minnie and all of those characters to come out as we all do. Yeah. Like it's just as big a deal, no matter who you are, it's still really cool. You still get excited to see your favorite characters that come is, out. That is cool. Um, I think my favorite thing about the ceremony was, um, and now I'm blanking on the, the, the performer's name, but the, the woman who voiced Tiana, yes. her, her performance and sort of that, that mashup of all the Disney, different Disney songs. I just like, I, I need this, I need this available to me so I can just play it on repeat. Cause it was amazing. Right. Yeah. And her voice is incredible. It's incredible. Like, flawless. It's absolutely flawless. Yeah. 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 It's it amazing. Really cool. I think, I think my favorite part was at the end and I don't, I didn't, I didn't actually watch the stream. So I don't know if they showed, I assume they did, but at the very end, as they, you know, the fireworks went off and the horn went off on the ship, uh, all of the crew came out onto the balconies and waved waving, to everyone. Yeah. And that was just so cool. It was just really neat to see all of these people who were on the ship just waiting, ready to for everyone to board. That that gave me chills. That is cool. That would have been fun to, to see that in person. I, I, I like yeah. that. Um, it was also exciting that Josh DeMauro announced, well, pretty much said, you know, ships six and seven are still in the plans. So I was, I mm-hmm. was really excited about that because we hadn't really heard anything official from Disney um about you know ships six and seven so it was nice to nice to uh to hear him confirm that um so had you had you had you seen a lot of videos or pictures or have you you know like following the um the disney parks blog of all the announcements of all the things that they were um that they were you know getting ready to reveal or were you kind of going on this with with mostly fresh eyes pretty fresh i think the day before before we sailed, they released some information. So up until that point, we just had a few little glimpses of things. And some of the things that they had shown was the, the deck of the ship and kind of like, I think the cruise director was like on the deck, you know, kind of talking yeah, about yep. it. And, and the deck of the ship kind of looks like it could be another ship. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes. it wasn't super distinct. Yes. Um, so I didn't really have much impression of what the interior of the ship was going to look like. Um, so I, oh, I, and I by the that. time we knew we were getting ready to go, anything that came out, I didn't want to look at it too much. In general, I try not to, with anything new of Disney, if, if I'm going to experience it, I like to experience it fresh and kind of develop my own impressions For without sure. any influence. Yes, yes. And I try to do that as well, but I... For the for the most part, I couldn't help myself too much. So I, I was I was following it pretty closely. But as people were, you know, on board, I didn't I didn't I tried to stay away from you know videos and posts and all that stuff. So, um, but the reason I ask is I, I guess I'm, I'm I'm I always love to hear about people's first impressions, like when they when they step on the ship and they introduce you, you know, to the uh, to the wish. So what what was your, you know, your reaction when you walked onto the ship and, and your, your travel party was announced? I cried. <laughs> oh, nice. I legit cried. Yeah. I, I really did. It, I think prior to that, I was busy with the preparation of going. And I also was nervous. 
I think when you're super excited about something, you're nervous about something happening that is going yes. to you know, make it not happen. So I was almost scared to get too excited until it was official. And then by the time I was walking onto the ship, that was the point where it hit me for real that this was actually <laughs> happening and was going to happen. Like nothing was going to stop this yeah. from happening. So when I walked in that ship and they announced us and I walked in and that incredible atrium was there, I just lost it. I was like, <laughs> this is this is crazy to me right now. Not only am I here at this amazing opportunity, but this ship is real and it's here and it's done and it smells it has the new ship smell. Like, <laughs> you know, it felt, it, it, it just, it was the cool, one of the coolest things probably in the five years I've been doing this hands down top, top tier. Wow. I, I mean, I can, I can relate to all of those feelings and emotions, um, especially, you know, the, the nervousness, the anxiety, the anticipation. And, and you're right when you're walking on the, the gangway, like about to get on the ship, everything is just sort of, and I, you know, I can see how people get emotional when they get onto the ship, right? And it's it, it I that feeling when you walk in and then you're seeing it with your you know your own eyes for the first time. It's so different than seeing it, you know, on a on a YouTube video or something. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, just being able to experience that is was was just a, a really cool uh, a really cool moment. Um, so one of the things that I really struggled with going into the the cruise is you mentioned the preparation, just, you know, knowing that it's going to be something brand new that no one has ever experienced before, you know, there's a million things that you got to walk around and see, uh, you know, I'm sure for your, you know, your followers and your website, you're trying to document and, you know, get pictures of as much as you can. So Mm -hmm. did you, did you have a strategy going into your cruise on how you wanted to sort of explore everything? Or did you just kind of go on and say, let's just see what happens? (laughs) Uh, a little bit of a strategy. So I brought my writer with me and she's the, you know, she's my writer and I do more of the, the social media, right? So I'm going to get more of the video content. Mm. That's kind of my focus because as social media has sort of morphed, it's become very video focused. Right. Um, and because I, my larger audiences are TikTok and Instagram, I do a lot of video content. So I was going to be focused on video content. She was going to be focused on still pictures. Um, and then we were going to both just be making a lot of notes and making sure that we got that sort of accurate data of, of things. Yeah. But beyond that, I had some booked appointments that Disney had made for us, like so that we wouldn't miss certain things throughout the experience. So I had those to sort of like benchmark and know, you know, what I was going to be going into, Mm -hmm. but Otherwise, a lot of it was just exploring like any other guest would sort of stumbling onto things and going, I didn't know this was here. (laughs) This is so cool, you know, and and just feeling like it's all brand new to you. Yeah, I that's it's so funny that you say that, because, you know, with the other four ships, they're all laid out very similar. Um, You know, they're very familiar everything's kind of in the same place, you know, they have different Mm -hmm. things, but they're all sort of laid out the same, the same way. But I did the exact same thing. I would just literally stumble into something. I think one time, you know, we we were just wandering around in the worlds of Marvel hallway. We're like, 
I, I didn't know this was here. Like, I, I can't believe we're here. This is so cool. So it, it was, it was, that was really kind of fun to just not really know where you're going and, or, you know, we got lost quite a bit. We didn't know where yeah. we were. So, um, I thought that was really fun. Um, and it just, it, you know, I, I don't know if you felt this too, but I got onto the ship and I was like, okay, what do I do first? Or what do I do next? Because they're just, I, I have a million things in my head that I want to yes. do. And I'm like, I don't know what to do first. I don't know what, to, I don't know where to go. So, um, what did you do first when you got onto the ship? What did we do first? So we just started walking around and exploring. Okay. We were checking out some of the kids clubs because I wasn't sure if they were going to be open to us at a later point, which they were. But honestly, those kids clubs are so cool. <laughs> I was like, can I just hang out here for a while? Um, <laughs> they were just so neat. Uh, yeah, we just started exploring. And then we went and got food, which obviously was a, always a good good idea. And then we went to our room and started like looking at the room mm. and getting the room tours and all that stuff. And I love how on the Wish, each floor is a different princess theme you have two princesses per room per floor so we had uh what did we have we had frozen in our room and the room next door to us was another media group that i was friends with and they had something different oh no so we were like can we can we swap and like get pictures of each and they were like yeah so we did that and so it was just really cool to see the the different characters and sort of personality that they gave to even the exact same room model. I thought that was really, really smart, but yeah, it was just mostly exploring and, yeah. and, and trying not, trying not to be too overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it all felt very overwhelming, but you know, you mm-hmm. sort of, as, as the days go, you, you get the hang of it, you know, where you're at mm-hmm. uh, generally, and then you can kind of formulate what you want to do next. But I, I did want to ask you just your, you sort of mentioned a little bit, just your thoughts on the, on the staterooms, the, you know, the decor, the layout, the size, like how do you, what did you think of the staterooms? Uh, they're so beautifully done and they're so roomy. And mm. honestly, I feel like the layout Disney has truly perfected using every square inch of space. It every, everywhere you look is some sort of storage or something that has a function and a use which I think is is fabulous. You could easily fit four people in there. The cruise I did had done prior, we had four of us in the room, four like adult-sized people, and that was great. I mean, it was no problem. And for this one, there was three of us in our room and still totally fine and comfortable. We were all able to get ready at the same time. I mean, considering yeah. that you're on a cruise ship, right, like right. this is kind of crazy that just it's laid out so smart. Um, and then beyond that, I think they just, they really add a lot of touches to make it feel very posh, you know, even though, I mean, I'm sure the concierge level suites are even more so, but even just the regular, you know, suite, uh, rooms were really, really nice. They felt there was a lot of touches that made it feel very luxurious, which I, I thought was really cool. Yeah, completely agree. And I absolutely love the murals on the wall. I just think that, mm-hmm. you know, just makes it that much uh, that much nicer. I, I really liked liked those. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I want to mention is um, I, I also loved kind of just the hallways. I, I really liked yes. the wood paneling, um, you know, the, the, the green and the blues in the in the carpets. It, it felt to me more like 
a hotel than a cruise ship. And I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if you had a similar, a similar thought, but I really liked the way they did the, the hallways on the, on the wish. Oh man. It's so pretty. And the carpets are gorgeous and every floor or, or every deck, has their own like centerpiece carpet when you when you first enter out of the, yes. the elevators, yep. which I thought was so cool. I have pictures of all of them. And then we went down every floor, or I should keep saying floor, not floor, deck, and documented because we wanted to see what was the theme on each one. Oh, cool. And so we, we were traveling all over the place, running around <laughs> like late at night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See, documenting that and seeing how it, how the theming worked. And I loved how the details in the carpets. So in the carpet, you would see there's two princesses that would be represented on each deck. And then you would have their details hidden in the carpet pattern. It was subtle. It's not like hugely, you know, but it's very subtle. And then the light fixtures. I don't know if you noticed the light fixtures, but they had like openings carved into them designs carved into them so that when the light shone through it it reflected yes the oh my gosh it was just so beautiful just every little detail that you looked at in on that entire ship was something just extra like that that's what disney does so well I, i came away with such a better appreciation of that i always feel that in the parks too but their attention to detail is what sets them apart from from everybody else because there was not one place on that ship even the elevators when the the little the little separator bar where the door closes (laughs) was like stamped with like the wish and it was like just this beautiful little emblem it was literally something you were just gonna walk on exactly yeah you know i I just there was so many details everywhere i just yeah i loved it so we definitely noticed the hallway lights. I thought those were amazing. I love how they have the carve outs and then the, you know, yeah. projects onto the, onto the ceiling or wherever that is. I didn't notice the, the, um, the princess themes like it, within the carpet, which, um, I, I just, just in general, my, one of my observations when I even said this to my wife is just everywhere you look, there's so much detail and so much Disney touch all around the ship. That was one of the things that I loved the most about, um, you know, just the the interior of it. It was just how much detail. You said it perfectly. Just that they things that you would just are you just step on, but they 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 you know put so much time and attention into something like that. Mm-hmm. And yet they do. I feel like they do it with such taste. It's not over the top it's not in your face disney disney characters and it feels like something that yes yeah it doesn't feel like something that feels juvenile or cheap in any way it feels very classy very high-end but yet there's they are those touches there there's a little bit of like disney sprinkled in all over it it. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so there are a lot of lounges and bars and, you know, (laughs) things that you just stumble into and, and, and you, you didn't even realize that they were there. So did you have a favorite lounge or bar that you experienced? I have a couple. Oh, Um, (laughs) that's okay. (laughs) A couple. Okay. So I think first of all, hyperspace lounge, you got to say stands out top tier, just having a Star Wars space 
is is cool anyway. And then it was so well done. If if you're a Star Wars fan, it's amazing. But even if you're not, I think it's just a it's a really cool space. I like the fact that it was adults only in the evening. I thought that was really cool. And the the viewport that you have it changes so it looks like you're traveling through space as you're as you're in there. Just just a really cool vibe. It reminded me a lot of the Star Cruiser mm. experience, which is another very high end expensive experience that not everybody may take the time and do, but you get a little taste of that on your cruise. So it's kind of like this bonus experience on top of your cruise experience, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, I liked, I liked how you get to go in there. Yes. So I liked how immersive it was. I'm not a huge star Wars fan. I, I appreciate star Wars and I like, Mm -hmm. I like the movies. That's kind of like the extent of my, um, Mm -hmm. my fandom, but it, I, I liked how it was so immersive. Like you, you push the door and it made that, you know, it makes the noise and opens (laughs) and then you go in and the door closes and you are in a completely different place, right? You're, you're, you are in a star Wars scene and yes, the 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 viewport in the back is really cool. So I I liked I liked the hyperspace lounge. I probably don't appreciate it as much as someone who is a like a mega Star Wars fan. So, but right. like you said, it's 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 cool to just experience because of because of what they did with that space. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that. I thought it was so cool. I also love. I don't know if you got to go to Nightingales. Never went in, but we passed by it a lot, and it just it it's. Uh, I'll let you say what you liked about <laughs> it, but yeah. Okay, okay. So uh, Nightingales is the piano bar. It's right off of the main, you know, atrium, grand hall, as they call it. But it's right off the center, so it's very easy to, to yeah. see and get to. It's piano bar, so it's beautiful when someone's playing. But I love that they it's it's themed off of Cinderella which is sort of the icon for the wish, but it's themed after the, uh, sing sweet nightingale song that she sings when she's cleaning the floor, right. in her, you know, little maid's outfit. Yes. yes. I love that they took this tiny moment in this one movie and they themed an entire space out of it. So it's called nightingales. There's this gorgeous chandelier in there. That's entirely looks like it's made out of bubbles just glass bubbles. And the theme of all the cocktails is bubbles. Wow. Because in that scene, as she's singing and she's cleaning, the bubbles are floating all over the room. And that's sort of the key point that ties it all together. So they have um, the cocktails that do the smoke gun oh, yep, that makes yep, the bubble, yep. you know, and some have bubbles made of ice. and so, It's just so cool. Like every cocktail has a cool, unique presentation themed off of bubbles themed off of this like it's very niche but like i love how that's done but yet you could also not be a disney fan i don't know who would be on a wish with (laughs) not being a disney fan but you could certainly walk in there have no idea what it's themed off of and just be like oh this is beautiful super classy love it you know and and never even get all of that little subtle theming so i just thought that was really cool that is really cool and now i'm now i'm upset that we didn't we didn't go in there <laughs> <laughs> it just it was just one of those reason to go back. that's right exactly <laughs> i i knew there were going to be certain things that i'm like i'm just not going to get to it this cruise so we'll yeah. have to we'll have to do it next time uh next time what was on. your what was your favorite of like the lounge so areas? i this is probably not a 
it's not going to be a popular uh, opinion, but I really liked the keg and compass bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a big cocktail person. So, you know, I, I just, I like that they had, um, they had draft beers that were made specifically for the wish. I thought that was yeah. cool. Um, and I just, the layout was, was, was great. It, it was a, it felt like a larger space, um, mm-hmm. you know, compared to some of the places, uh, on board. And I like the location of it, right. You know, right there next to Luna. And, uh, so I, I really liked, I really liked that one. Um, and, and the hyperspace lounge I thought was, I thought was really cool and, and, mm-hmm. and something that everyone, everyone should experience. We almost missed out on it because I didn't, I didn't know beforehand that you needed to make a reservation for it. And so mm. we, we, we ended up, uh, you know, making, getting one and it, everything worked out, but certainly, uh, certainly could have, could have missed it. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you... <laughs> Uh, happened to catch, I'm sure you did, the, the Seize the Adventure show in the Walt Disney Theater? That was a highlight for me. And the funny thing is, I, I mean, I knew they were going to have entertainment. For the for the Christine Cruz, they didn't have the shows fully done. So we saw a preview. I don't know if how it was with yours. We saw like a 30-minute preview for Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one, they said, you know, it wasn't completely done, but they were going to kind of kind of show you what they had so far. And I didn't know anything about the the show going into it. So I was just like, okay, it's a Disney show, whatever. I'm sure it'll be cute. Um, I I loved it. I actually got emotional on that sh- on that show, which surprised me. I just, it was so well done. And I love that, it, I, I'm not going to spoil any of it for you, but it's just, it's a super unique, well done, fully completed storyline with characters, with music, amazing vocal performances. They're their performers are Broadway level performers. Sure. So you might go on another cruise line and feel like the shows are skippable and you might would probably be, be right with Disney. Never skip a show. Right. I mean, just never, if there's a show you need to see it. I don't care whether it's the pirate show. I don't care with the sail away party. If it's on your thing, you need to go see it because it's going to be good. And that one, that one was really amazing yeah. what did you think did you I, I liked it a lot and i'm i'm a sucker for those types of shows where it's just like yeah. you know there's there's sort of a general storyline but then they just throw all the you know disney songs and disney characters yeah. in there i i am a huge sucker for those shows so i i really liked it we were lucky enough to see the entire uh performance of the little mermaid um oh, cool. so yeah we really enjoyed that it's a it's a really well done show i love what they're able to do in the Walt Disney theater with sort of, I don't know if you got, I don't know if we got it in, in the CZ adventure show, but they do sort of the projection mapping onto the sides of the theaters. And so it it was really cool how they can make you feel like you're actually, you know, underwater and then go above water. It's really, it's a really uh, cool show. So I I really like that. Um, Just the fact that like when you, you have these moments where you're seeing it and you're like, okay, this is like a Broadway level show amazing vocals and maybe amazing performers then you add disney okay take it up another level and then and then you have this moment where you're like i'm on a ship (laughs) in the middle of the ocean and and you'll you know you maybe feel like a slight movement you know (laughs) every so often that just reminds you oh my gosh like this is just crazy sometimes it's it's amazing to me what they can do and how immersive and complete this this hotel it feels like this floating hotel yeah, for sure you know it's just so cool yep. to me um you mentioned 
Pirate Night. What did you think? I what did you think of? So I call I keep calling it the new and improved Pirate Night. Um, yeah. Because I've never been I've never been a big fan of Pirate Night. I, I've always thought the stage show was like really cheesy and um, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't a big fan. And the fireworks have I've always loved the fireworks, but I just feel like they like stepped it up big time with the you know with the new pirate show and the fireworks and I, like I think they nailed it on the on the on the wish. What did you think of the Pirate Night? Oh, 100%. The same thing. It was definitely an upgrade. It got, I think that they maybe realized that it wasn't appealing to all ages. Yeah, I feel like the Pirate Night before, it's cute. Like for the kids, I think it's super adorable. And of course, I love like the dressing up and the themes and all that. But um, I think this one was made for all ages. So adults would definitely be able to appreciate it. And the level of performance was really great. And anytime you have Jack Sparrow, I mean, to me, like that's a win. <laughs> yep. That's a win. And of course the fireworks, it, it ends up a great, great night. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, all right. I have one more kind of specific question for you and then like mm-hmm. a couple sort of more general ones. Um, okay. Your thoughts on the main dining restaurant. So the themes, the food, mm-hmm. the, the entertainment, what did you, what did you think? Oh man, they were so good. So every single one was such a strong, solid meal. So you have the three that come in your dining rotation, which is 1923, Arendelle, and World of Marvel. And then you have, on top of that, you have your two like upgrade experiences that you know you could sort of add on. We didn't do any of the upgrades mainly because when we were on board they didn't have it for any meal other than dinner and i didn't want to skip it was a three-night cruise so i didn't want to skip any of the three like you know the main ones that everybody's going to do and i'm so glad we did even though i really wanted to try them all and this is why you know we need at least like a week on the ship (laughs) but that's a whole nother topic but um but they were so good so 1923 was lovely and classy and it felt like uh so it, it felt like I've been to Disneyland and Disneyland has their club 33, um, which is an amazing thing. Like you, you have to like know somebody to get in there. It's very like, very exclusive. And yeah. All that stuff. yeah. <laughs> um, but I happen to have a friend who took me and they have a place in the, in their, um, California adventure park. And it's all themed off of Walt and, the old like Disney animation and it, that's what it felt like. Mm. So it felt just as exclusive and VIP and, and classy as that did, but yet you're getting everyone who goes on the ship will get to experience that. So that, that felt really cool to me. All of the memorabilia, I could have walked around that restaurant for a good hour and just looked at every display for sure. I it went in beautiful. late at night one time when the restaurants were closed and everything was all set up. And that's what I did. I just walked around and I looked at all the displays and it, I yeah. could have spent hours in there. Oh, hundred percent. It's, it's, it's beautiful. So that was great. Um, the surprise hit for me was Arendelle because I went in thinking I'm a huge Marvel fan. So I was like, Oh, Marvel's going to for sure be my favorite one. And while I loved it, Arendelle just blew me out of the water to where I was like, oh my gosh, this is such an amazing dining experience. I think that if I could tell anybody, if, if they're debating on which Disney cruise to do, Arendelle to me is like reason enough to go on the wish. 
And I mean, I don't say that lightly. It's, It's just such a start to finish and, you know, every piece of it from the entertainment to the setting, to the details in the, in the setting, the restaurant itself, the food, the menu, the drinks, there was not one piece of it that you just didn't think was not extremely well done. They just nailed that, that whole one. Completely agree. And I love the panoramic windows out the back of the ship. I, it just, yes. it's something like small, but for some reason, I just, I love that, that setting of that restaurant. It just, it's a, it's a really cool restaurant. And I, I agree with everything you said. It was, I, I am not a big frozen fan just because yeah. I have two small kids and they like, we got, you know, too much frozen in our lives when, when they it was, you it know, you. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they, they, yeah. they sort of ruined it for me. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, I wasn't, exactly. I wasn't expecting to, you know, to, to like it as much as I did, but it was, it was amazing. And the performers were unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so good. Yeah. So good. And the food, the yes. food was amazing. Yes. I thought that was the best food of the um, main dining restaurant. Yeah. So. It was the best meal, best, yep. experience, like hands down, just like you. I was like, oh, frozen. That's cute. You know, the kids yeah. will love it. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. Um, and yeah, unbelievable blew me away and then the world of marvel obviously was fantastic they didn't have every piece of that experience functioning when we were there they kind of filled in a few of the blanks with us um but i I loved it i thought it was super cool and if you are a marvel fan they literally added to the marvel canon yes like they actually created content story characters and added to the mcu on a cruise ship, like that, that's just that's crazy to me. It's just so cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things. Like you don't have to be a big Marvel fan, but if you are, you're going to be like completely geeking out about the cool little details and things that you got to experience that you weren't even right. expecting. Yeah. I yeah I'm a I'm a so I'm a huge Marvel geek. I I love it. Um, and I I thought. Maybe they didn't. So one of the things I really liked is, you know, between the shows, they would put the, you know, the different characters up on the wall and have like a bio for them and like the different weapons. that. Yes, some of the different I, char- love that. I thought that was so cool. I, I really. I videoed them all. I, I, I barely ate. I like I, I managed to try everything. But by the time my next like course was coming, I, I wasn't finished, but I just was so busy looking at all the things because I did, I love the, all the details that they had and the fact that they're pulling in again, it's the entire MCU. So you're pulling in all the Disney plus shows you're pull- I mean, nobody could do this, but Disney, this right. is not an experience that you could replicate yeah, anywhere else, true. just the IP alone. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was really cool. And all the original content that they filmed for this really blew my mind. Same. So, yeah. yeah. If you're, if you're a Marvel fan, you're, you're going to be, you're going to f- even forget to be excited about it because you're going to be so distracted <laughs> by the wish and all of the things. And yep. then you're going to sit down and you're going to be like, Oh my gosh. And Marvel. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> we have it, this whole other thing to be excited about. <laughs> I, I, at the very beginning, I, I would see, so like across the hallway, I'd see like Captain America's bio or something. So I got up and like went over like was filming people eating their dinners because I wanted yeah. to get the Captain America thing. And then I realized, oh, it's probably going to come to my table. So I don't it, need to, yeah, I don't need to be up and, and like bothering these other people. So I did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, yeah, I, I really liked, uh, I really liked. So now, did you do any of the other two? 
while you were there? No, so sa- exact same uh, situation as you. They they were offering the, the dinners, and we didn't want to miss any of the main dining restaurants, so um, so we didn't have a chance to. I I would love to try Apollo. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I I've never done Remy on the other ships uh, because my wife is. Let's just say she's not very adventurous in terms of her, her you know, her eating <laughs> habits. And so right, it would sort right. of be a waste for us to go and do that. So I would love to try mm-hmm. Enchante sometime. I, uh, mm-hmm. it just, I probably won't get to do that when I'm sailing with my family just because no one else will go with me. But um, yeah, maybe one of these days. Yeah, I saw some coverage of Enchante and it, it's definitely very, very high end. Yes, yes. Very gourmet dining. Yep. So some of the things you might not be able to pronounce or recognize, you, know, you do have <laughs> right. to be sort of an adventurous eater. The, the brunch is, would be at my go-to. Like if I was going to book it, well, I have booked it again. I will absolutely do the brunch yeah. because when I had the brunch before on the fantasy at Palo, that was probably the best meal. Yeah. It was the best meal I had that whole week. So yeah, I would definitely I would add that in, and then that way you don't have to miss any of your three rotations. Yes, too. yes, yes. Yep. Um, yeah, that. I mean, that's a that's always a struggle when you're on a three night cruise. You're like, well, I want to try Apollo and Enchante, so how do I how do I do that? So you got yeah, you got to mix in got to mix in the brunches. Um, I am very curious to know. Could you narrow down like the top two or three things that you loved the most uh, from your experience on the Wish? Uh, well, I think it's the most Disney of all of the ships. I loved, I, I feel like they took what was working on the other ships and they just enhanced it and made it even better. They incorporated a lot of technology. I mean, the last new ship was 10 years ago. So there's a lot that they can do in 10 years that they weren't able to do when the, was the fantasy and the dream. Was that, those were the most recent, right? So um, so it feels like everything leveled up and that was amazing. So it was, it was everything you already love, nothing that, you know, nothing was taken away, but everything got taken to another level. I think that was really cool. Um, I love the fact that it is a shorter cruise, not because I would love to stay on it longer, but I feel like it's accessible to people. Mm. It's something that people will be able to try out. I talk to a lot of people who aren't cruisers or who maybe haven't ever cruised. And this is a great starter for you. Unfortunately, you're starting at the top. So there's nowhere <laughs> else to, for you to go. I can't, <laughs> that's the only thing yeah. I can say. But, um, but, but you are going to be able to try it out without maybe a week commitment of thinking, Oh, if I get on a ship, am I going to feel comfortable? Am I going to be bored? No, none of those things. You're going to love it. But at least this way you're not, you know, you're kind of being able to try it out in a shorter timeframe. I think that's really cool. Um, and then otherwise I think that, I think that I, I, everything that they did as far as the spaces, I think they did really well. I think they did a lot of very unique themes that, stand on their own. So you can have a lot of different experiences within the ship. You have the Star Wars experience, you have the Marvel, you have the characters, you have the Keg and Compass, you have Nightingales, you have the Bayou, you have all of these things that have a very unique like environment Mm. and Mm ambiance and 
feel. So you are not going to feel like every space in the ship feels the same, which means that there will be something for everyone. Every, no matter what your age is, whether you like the sort of, you know, piano bar and champagne, or you want to go get a pint and some chips or you know, whatever your vibe is, you're going to find a space on that ship that I think will work for you. And that, that makes it really ideal for anybody, but it also makes it great for like multi-generational family trips, things like that, where everyone has different interests. Sure. Because I think everybody will find something that they like. Well said. Um, was there anything that you didn't love? I didn't love that it was short. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <It's, laughs> Me neither. <laughs> this, this ship is a week ship. Yeah. Like you need a, a week as in W-E-E-K. Yep. You need a full seven days yeah. <laughs> to be able to experience this ship. So just know if you do the three or the four day, first of all, I would not recommend the three. I would say go to the four For sure. just because minimum, minimum of four days. And even with that, just know that you're going to leave and you're going to not have done everything or seen all of the, the parts of the ship. And that's okay. You can come back, but just know like it's, there's a lot there. You're definitely not going to be bored. Um, so I felt like, ah, oh, I just wanted more time. I just wanted <laughs> yeah, more, to, know, you know, more to do it more. Yep. Um, so I felt a little frustrated yep. with that. Yes. But then again, I, I think every trip to Walt Disney World, you could leave film that way because Walt Disney World is so huge, Absolutely, right? Yep. So that's going to be a feeling I think it's going to be familiar with us. Um, the other thing, there was no like nightclub dance space. Like if you, if you wanted something that felt a little more nightlife, they really didn't have that. Um, that being said, on the ships when I've been on before, they it was rare to see that area really happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> so maybe it was right. just kind of like they realized, you know, our guests aren't they aren't party people. They don't yeah. want the club. Yeah, you know, yep. maybe we just won't waste space for that, and instead do because they definitely added a lot more lounges and bars right, and right. unique you know, entertainment spaces. Yeah. So, but I did kind of feel like, Oh, that would have been maybe fun. I don't know, but maybe I wouldn't have used it. Who knows? Um, that would be one. And then otherwise, let me think if there was anything else. Um, I think that navigation on the ship is like, it, it's going to take you a little while to find your way. This is someone that like, I, I should preface this by saying I am the worst on navigating. <laughs> I have zero sense of direction and it takes me a long time to like figure out where I am. Yeah. So, you know, I, not having a point of reference on a new ship, I felt like I got lost some and I was try trying to figure out where, like, I would think I was in the right place and I'm on the wrong end of the ship and stuff like that. I, yeah. Yes. Very, very frustrating. Um, I, I agree <laughs> with that. Um, last question. Was there anything that you didn't have time to experience that maybe you, you know, you said, I'll, I'll try that out next time. Yeah, there was a lot of things. Uh, so I, I, I didn't get to keg and compass. Um, like I just walked in the space, yeah. but like I didn't get to like hang out there and see it. Um, I didn't get to watch a movie. I didn't feel like that was the best use of my time. Sure. But I, I watched but Thor, the, I watched Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Oh, oh, but I watched cool. it at 11 p.m. because I was like, I'm not giving up other time to, you know, other time to yeah. do it. <laughs> but I do, I do love movies at sea because it's just, again, so cool. So I didn't get to do that, but I did walk in the theaters and the theaters themselves are so cool. I, I so love cool. how they 
you know decorated them and themed them i it's they're really cool yeah 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 so if you don't see a movie the seats weren't the most comfortable but the the theaters are are really well done yeah they're so super cool um yes i didn't get to do that i didn't do anything in luna at at all oh yeah i don't know uh so none nothing in there which i would have like you know like to again i just that you don't have enough time to do it all. <laughs> Agreed. Um, what else? Is that, uh, I didn't get to have all of the food I wanted, but <laughs> I managed to, I managed a pretty good amount though. I must say like, now that I'm thinking on it, I'm like, I did okay actually. <laughs> yep. 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 Did you do the aqua mouse? No, that was, that was the one thing I didn't get to do. I had a, appointments to do it. Um, and it never happened. It went, it went down a few times. They didn't have it running the whole time just mm-hmm. because, again, it was, yep. you know, the nature of the cruise. Sure. They were doing a lot of um, filming on it. So there was pockets of time where it was closed for that. So, no, I did not. Did okay. you? I did. And and so I, I had seen some of that feedback from the Christian cruise that, it you know, it was um, you know cl- open and closed at, at various times. Mm-hmm. And so I, I sort of expected that we may, maybe we wouldn't get on it. But... It was pretty much every time I was on the deck, it was open and running, and I saw a ton of people go through it. Um, Good. And so, yeah, so we got to experience it. It was, I, I, I liked it. I, if I'm honest, I probably would say that I thought I expected maybe a little bit more. I thought it would be more like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, you know, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like fully, you know, screens all around you. Um, so. Right. It was, and I don't want to completely give away what it's like, so I won't. Um, but it just it was it was a little different than I expected. But it was I I love the Aqua Duck on the other ships, and this was yeah. just like a you know uh, an improved version of that. So I I, right. I really enjoyed it and was glad we got to experience it. So you definitely yeah. got to try it next time. I will right. for sure. I'll add it to the list. Yes, <laughs> it's a long, long list. list. I, I've started like keeping track of what I what I need to do next time. So. I well, Serena, thank you so much uh, for coming on and doing this. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to you, and I, I appreciate you sharing your uh, your experience on the on the christening cruise with me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It was a it was an amazing thing to experience. I tell you, yeah. I, I still I still geek out about it, honestly. And I I can't imagine anyone going on the wish and leaving disappointed. Mm. Like I, I really can't. Yeah. And that's that's honestly the best recommendation I could give to it. I've already booked my own with my own money. I'm bringing my entire family. We have three rooms. So, you know, it's for sure something that I feel is worth, worth every penny. Definitely. And I honestly, I went into it sort of, um, not really, not really having high expectations and not because I wasn't expecting a a lot, but I, you know, I just wanted to, I wanted to see it with fresh eyes and, you know, draw my own conclusions and experience it for myself. And, Mm-hmm. I I really I really loved it. I much more than I thought that I would. Um, and I it was a really amazing experience. And 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 I I can't wait to to go again. So, um, we'll uh, not sure when it's gonna happen, but uh, the kids are dying to do it. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll figure we'll figure something out. Oh man, that'll be fun yeah. to bring them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so thank you, Serena. I really appreciate your time, and uh, I hope you have a great week. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me.
As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening.